How we doing, prolific people? Welcome to the Prolific Podcast. This podcast exists to encourage one another to abide in Jesus. And as a result, bear fruit that truly lasts. This is Joey. And I'm Alejo. You ready? Let's do this. Now as fathers, now that we have the mantle of mm-hmm. being a father with our children, you know, both of us have one kid, you got one on the way. Mm-hmm. Um, what is something like based off the story of you and your dad, like watching your dad growing up or just in general, mm-hmm. what's some of the story between you and your dad? Uh, yeah. And, and, and like how it just kind of influences my, my fatherhood and yeah, well, sure. well, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so I'll do this. I'll say this as a disclaimer. Um, I'm very blessed with my parents, mm-hmm. both my mom and dad. I'm very blessed. Um, they are, they are not bad people at all. Right. So I want to say that first. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, obviously as we, as, as we share it at times, it's going to sound like we are kind of, you know, ragging or whatever on the people that, mm-hmm. you know, that were there. And, and I want to say this first, I want to say one of the most freeing thoughts that I've received in the past few months, actually, like past three months, mm-hmm. is that my parents were learning as they were parenting, mm. and I, I and I I received that, and it gave me great freedom and peace yeah. and forgiveness for them, more specifically my dad, um, because that's always been something that's been a theme in my life is mm. kind of me judging my dad a little bit, right? Um, not a little bit, a lot, right? Um, so now that I'm a parent and now that I'm raising my son and I realize some of the things that I'm learning as I go, how I wasn't, I didn't pass the lesson and the test before I got my son. I'm actually doing that as I go. Um, I, um, I realized that uh, my, my, my dad was learning too, but um, it's just such, dude, that's such a powerful statement. Yeah. It's literally the same aspect that I felt was like, I looked at one day as I was like, crying as my child was crying at three o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. and i realized the lord like dropped that it was like my parents had no idea what they were doing either we all are just trying to figure this out yeah and yeah that was made okay like it's like there, there was like this aha moment of grace for my parents of yeah. like wow they're just they were figuring it out just like i'm figuring it out yeah yeah it's such a yeah such yeah. a beautiful and, and, and then thing. to add to that you to that you add yeah their experience prior to being parents, how they grew up, right? right? Like the, I'll tell, I'll share some things that are crazy, yeah. um, like from both like my family lines, from my mom and my dad. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, let me tell you a little bit about my dad, mm-hmm. right? So I, before I tell you how I was hurt, yeah, let me tell you what my dad's like story is, yeah, and I'm gonna try to keep it as, yeah. Anyway, let's just talk, right? Yeah. So. My dad grew up in a town uh, called Sonson, Antioquia, which is in Colombia, right? Um, uh, it's called, it's uh, the area where a lot of the coffee is grown. And my dad grew up and um, was born of um, a guy that had a lot of means. Uh, my grandpa had a lot of means. His family was somewhat established mm-hmm. and respected. Mm-hmm. And my grandma was not. My grandma was like, like the poor, like, you know, just a lady, right? Um, uh, long story short, uh, my I haven't told you this, bro. My grandpa actually uh, went to um, seminary. I didn't know that. Yes, my dad's dad. Wow. Uh-huh. But he was corrupted 
by all the priests that were in the same wow. in the same seminary. Wow. They would do their work, their ministry during yeah. the week, and then would go party during the weekend. Hmm. Right, so yeah. they would take up their tunics oh, yeah. and yeah. just go and kill it. Right? Rolling, <laughs> so, kill it. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's wild. And um, I, I don't know. I obviously know more about my dad, know less about my grandpa, but um, but the the the, the story essentially became my, that my grandpa became my grandpa's mom passed, which was like the love of his life, his, yeah. my, his mom, and then he just became this womanizer, mm. right? Um, got divorced uh, with my grandma. And essentially his life from the moment he got divorced was just get with a woman, be with her three or four months. If that, next. Mm. She would come and move in with him. Wow. And then he would get tired and tell her to go and the next woman would come. Wow. Right? And getting women was a sport for him. Mm. It was just a hunt. You know, he would go out and he was a very good looking guy, was actually very aggressive as well, very violent. Mm. Um, he actually was like, as I understand it, killed a few people wow yeah like and and it was just it's just a different place yeah. different time as yeah. well right like a town where uh things got figured out through aggression right mm -hmm. like you got a problem with me let's get a machete and figure yeah. it out like literally a machete yeah. and figure yeah, let's it out, see right? who loses an arm first <laughs> right so my dad grew up seeing my grandpa mm -hmm. from woman to woman it was so unhealthy and dysfunctional that my grandpa would tell my dad because he my dad eventually moved in with just my my grandpa okay so he was uh he was the son of a single dad hmm. right no mom in yep. the picture and um he my grandpa would get tired of these women and he would tell my dad hey can you just tell him to leave hmm. so my dad was the middleman the butler yeah like wow. hey you gotta leave the house now wow that's crazy bro yeah right as like as a, as a young child growing up and my, my dad has always been an adult for a very long mm -hmm. time uh, and what I mean by that is he, he had to grow up very quickly yeah. right yeah. but um but he's he is the, the son the son of a single man who is a, a, a full-time bachelor mm. who's a full-time you know guy you know drinking mm -hmm. at parties um, and uh, so he has to grow grow up and see this I heard this I don't know if this is true but there, there are talks about like my dad actually seeing my grandpa be with prostitutes, like all that stuff, right? Like, um, I don't know how true it is, but yeah. regardless of it, it's a really crazy upbringing. Yeah, yeah. Right? That your dad had to go through. That yeah. my dad had to go through, yeah. right? And so, um, so fast forward, you know, my, my dad, you know, uh, my, my grandpa was actually shot and killed mm -hmm. because he was a, um, like a, was working to be the, like the, not the jumper, but what do you call like the, uh, when you protect somebody oh yeah um, gosh dang you you, get, you know that what I person mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bodyguard right yeah. the bodyguard he was shot and killed and um, anyway so so fast forward my dad a ton of dysfunction a ton of emotional baggage a ton of um, um, just uh, instability just a ton of stuff right and so um, I, I'll spare you the details of how many times my dad was, or what, that he was married before, you know, he got with my mom, he had, I have three, you know, siblings that are older, all that stuff. All I can tell you is my dad was emotionally unable mm -hmm. to have a, a, a good relationship, mm -hmm. one. And two, he was emotionally unable, I think, to be a, a parent that was present. Right. So at the, at the age of four or five, he gets divorced with my mom. 
moves away um, to the United States and I don't see my dad for like nine years, mm -hmm. right? I don't hear from my dad for like seven years, mm. right? So, yeah. so then like all oh, everything comes from there, right? Mm. So like you just kind of kind of can follow. So uh, this this I know my dad was very loving dad when he was there, married to my mom. Uh, he's like very affectionate, very like just like, and I have that with my son, right? Yeah. Like, and that's one thing I emulate from my dad a lot. Like yeah. I receive that a lot from my dad, just that that really like involved, like grab you, like kiss you, like whatever, yeah. right? Um, so I have that with Luca, uh, but then he was gone, right? And so for nine years, I don't hear from from my dad. From the one so, that was so affectionate, that was so loving, that was so right, present. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. and then uh, and then uh, I don't have. So then, so then you have this, this you have. Um, I, I picked up uh, these this wound from omission, right? Like from not having dad around. So that's the first part. Um, the second part is. Bless you. <laughs> the second part is um, then I, I, I see my dad again at 14 when I moved to the United States. And then I actually learned who he is Wow. at 14, right? Um, <laughs> like learn who this person is, what his flaws are, what mm -hmm. his good things are, like all that stuff. So, um, so now that we are dads, tell me again about the original question. <laughs> uh, now that we're dads, what are the, some of the things like with your dad? Like just... <clears throat> Yeah, I, I mean you kind just of just how it influences, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so okay, I mean, you so already I'll do, give yeah. you a few points, right? Yeah. So the first, so let me start with the good, right? Yeah. Um, my dad influenced me to be very generous emotionally. Hmm. So um, just him being uh, there when I was, uh, you know, from zero to five, and and when I saw him again from fourteen on, yeah, um, how loving, how you know, my dad would be the kind of guy that like in like in the morning he would come and just lay next to me on my bed mm -hmm. and just put his his arm around me. Um, and um, I would wake up and he would be, you know, rubbing my head or whatever, yeah. you know? So like very, a, a yeah. guy, he taught me that it is, that it's not just okay, but it is, uh, that it is beautiful to be a dad and be emotionally generous to your kids. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, um, so I do that with Luca. I just, I, I kiss that dude. I, you know, flip him yeah. around, whatever. Like he's yeah. my, my buddy. Um, of course his absence had an influence had as well, a corrupt right? yeah yeah so so my dad's absence had um i, th I think in my parenting it has given me a fear mm. to not be there mm. right so uh i think a lot of times i'll overcompensate in my in my parenting you know maybe i'll be you know uh stressed out or worried that i haven't made it home from work mm -hmm. or uh whatever and that i'm not there for luca and so that's mm. something that i'm actively working on you know to be um um not not led by fear, but led by love. Yeah. To love my yeah. son. Yeah. Right? But it is something that you're fighting. That the sure. battle within you. Yeah. Sure. It's not something that, that's resolved yet. Right. 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 Um, but uh, but at least I know it's there. Yeah. Right. Um, and then the, the last thing uh, as uh, in parenting that I think my dad influenced um, in 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 unintentionally is um, well actually let me add this. Tara's father has been a great influence in my life as well. Mm -hmm. He doesn't he doesn't know know it as much probably, mm -hmm. but. Um, my dad and, and her dad are the complete opposite when it comes to, in a lot of ways, but when it comes to being present, mm. right? So I've learned from Edwin Parrish that some that you don't have to be perfect. You don't have, you just have to be present, mm -hmm. you know? That's good. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, so it's taught me that, um, a lot of things will get figured out just as you're there, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, 
uh, I'll, I'll kind of spare you the part of like the emotional instability with like women because I feel like the Lord has really delivered me from that uh, in my life. But, um, but definitely it is my intention and my desire because of my example from Tara's dad who is incredibly devoted to his wife, who is super faithful, who is not, you know, uh, and then for my dad who wasn't, who cheated, you know, all that stuff um to teach luke how to be a, a man of a man who loves his wife in a way that is committed and loyal and um so yeah so yeah yeah good man so that's a long i feel like i need yeah, right some there. coconut yeah, nasty coconut, coconut water, water. Yeah, okay <laughs> <laughs> so what about you man what is what do you feel like it's um from your experience with your with your dad growing up and with your family how it has influenced you as a, as a dad yeah um yeah our stories are very very different in that in reality like you know my dad is one of seven um and uh his dad so i'm the third so i'm joseph anthony Rogero the third right mm -hmm. so my grandpa was the first um and so seven kids and he was a chef And so he he traveled the world in a sense as a chef so mm. he he lived in australia for a little while for uh, um i don't know my dad will probably correct me but i think it was like four or five years i think mm. um they own like a little shop out there and like um a couple different things and then um they lived in hawaii for a little bit um and a couple of places wow. that I'm, i'm not like fully sure of all the different places that he lived but he was a chef like throughout all those different places like mm. traveling with seven kids like just crazy mm. and so um uh, one of the things like through that relationship that like i i kind of learned in general was when growing up my dad would talk about like the strife that he like would see in the household which i can only imagine like like mm. like with seven kids moving around and a chef a chef is already works 60 to 80 hours a week even sure. more than that like like they just they work a ton of hours and mm. so um like i can only imagine that already mm. um and then that traveling and then add like all you know all these different things you're like jeez yeah i could i could understand why there's strife you know mm. um but one thing that i learned very um constantly from my father was was just like he wanted to change that mm. he didn't his marriage the relationship he had um was like it's like i'm not gonna have that mm -hmm. he's like you know i'm gonna fight like against having that and so that um, he made that decision when after he made Christ? Uh, that's a great that's a great question um yeah. i know he so let, he, let's he, make that well let's he met that he up. met the lord when he was in his teens like yeah. when he was like 13 12 or 13 he actually okay. got saved in the catholic church mm -hmm. and like um and the lord you know brought him through that and a bunch of different things and the holy spirit grabbed a hold of him mm -hmm. and like like and then even my grandpa on my mom's side uh mm -hmm. was a mennonite pastor lead pastor and like wow. you know my my mom um the lord grabbed a hold of her mm -hmm. you know and in like you know got saved in Mennonite church but then you know the holy spirit empowered and like all this stuff and so uh so whole another cool. conversations and That's so, so cool. um uh but like through that entire relationship um he would always just talk about you know i'm not gonna have a strife strife filled home or when there was strife in our house he was he was always the one trying to nip it very quickly like i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna attack that strife as quickly yeah. as possible you know um and so out of that whole thing um You know, I've just, I've, I've picked up the aspect of like, I'm not gonna have a strike field home, mm -hmm. you know, but I'm also like, 
Like, I've never seen my parents fight. You know, we've talked about this. I've never seen them raise voices to each other. I've never seen them argue before. Uh, you know, I have a moment burned in my head with that. Like, like all these little things where, you know, there were opportunities for my parents to, like, get at each other's throats mm -hmm. as I was growing up. Like, mm -hmm. just things that weren't going the way or there was stress in the home. But, like, I'd always see my parents, like, come together in peace together. Even so though cool. if the siblings were in attack mode towards mm -hmm. each other or even attacking one of the siblings, like, one of the parents, like, mm -hmm. like they, would they would always be in unison. So always cool, be in bro. unison amazing. and so, so out of, of the world right and so and also just like like i could only imagine now being a parent of an almost one-year-old wow i don't even have someone talking back to me and i'm getting stressed out with my wife like i don't even have someone else in their own fullness of an opinion and like getting stressed out you know and i'm like jeez like how in the the world did my parents do that you know mm. and um so i think like through that aspect uh there's a lot to my dad you know one of the things i didn't realize how an incredible of a of not just a human being but a man uh, a father an elder a shepherd like like you put the label from the word and it's my father you know mm -hmm. like like it's just it just is mm -hmm. and and i didn't realize that until i got outside of it Mm -hmm. Sometimes you don't realize how blessed you are until you get outside mm -hmm. of it. And so... Um, Everybody loves Joey's dad. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because, like, I never I never calculated it, like, mm -hmm. like in a way. Like, you know, I have friends, like, I grew up with that, like, every time I'd enter into their home, there was strife. There was yelling. There was screaming. There was always arguments. There was always... You were always on eggshells. Like, sure. I'm afraid to get this bowl out of the sink because I'm going to yeah. get yelled at, you know? Like, <laughs> like, all these different things. And so, so like, and then I would go home and be at peace. I'd be at home and it'd be laughter. It'd be, wow. like, in this way. And wow. so, like, wow. what's crazy is I'd have, I'd have both sides of, like, seeing this stress and then seeing this piece and even then I still didn't calculate like like my normal my normal of peace when I walked into a stressful situation of arguments or divorces or and the, I'm like what is this like Dude, it doesn't so make crazy. any sense so, so I'll right. tell you I'll tell you how far that is from like nor the normal yeah. or normal right like I remember my dad sitting me down in front of my mom and asking me if my mom was being unfaithful wow crazy like it, yeah. it's so it's like yeah. almost different worlds yeah right? yeah yeah Never in my life, never in my life wow. did my, my dad sit down and say like, you know, hey, how's mom loving you? Mm -hmm. how, how is she treating you? How is, did you see her do act? Never in my life, mm -hmm. like never had any of those moments. So and, cool. and so it's Amazing. just, it, it's, it's a beautiful thing, mm -hmm. but you know, it's crazy to me is like you have the fear of, of leaving, mm -hmm. right? Of like, like that, I'm, I, that I'm not present enough, right? Mm -hmm. For me, it's almost like, like, the, the blessing has become a curse to me mentally, mm. to my soul, mm -hmm. to where I'm like, I want to be just like my dad and he's prepared such beautiful things and he's mm -hmm. cultivated such beautiful ground and he's done such beautiful, like like he's he's so great with his grandchildren. He's so mm -hmm. great as just a husband. He's mm -hmm. great as an empty nest father. He's mm -hmm. great as a, as a present, but like these mm -hmm. things. And so now out of this, mm -hmm. watching this mighty, if you want to say oak, this mighty mm -hmm. prolific person, this mm -hmm. mighty fruitful person sure. that has, has obviously failed, obviously has fallen short, obviously sure, is perfect. Like yeah. he's still imperfect. He's like he's still there's been moments i'm like i disagree with that there's moments that he's i've seen him walk in fear instead of walking in faith like like moments are in even in me where i'm like dad like you're, you're gifted like walk in it like like and in like that encouragement spoiling out of me you're just like boiling out of me i'm like dad just just like god like come on like you could like 
go and grab the microphone and pray over people because the Lord has the anointing on your lips. Mm -hmm. Like, like be an elder, like walk in this. And like, um, you know, those are those moments where I can get so passionate. And at the same time, I, I see like, I'm so different than my parents, like so different than my parents in the way that I just, the, the Lord's wired me, you know, mm -hmm. like my, my dad and my mom are quiet. You know, my mom's fiery, but like, like, like if you met my mom and dad, you'd be like, nah, that's not your mom and dad. Like, not just because looks wise, but also just because of like, like how they carry themselves. Like I'm, I, I'm tend to be the, the bubbly, like outgoing one sure. and talkative and like, and they're more reserved, quiet, mm -hmm. ask questions and sit and listen in which I get that from them. Mm -hmm. I get that like, like prodding, like my dad would gets into your soul. Like my, my joke is there's the Ruggiero stare that all my friends at any time they ever like get anywhere close to my dad of any level within relationship. It's like, my, stop looking my, at my, my soul. Literally, literally my dad just like gets up in like inside your soul. And like, like that's even what I had in youth ministry. You know, I had students be like, dude, just stop. But like, get yeah. out of it, you know, like get out of my business. And it's like, sorry, it's just like, it's just like, in me, you know? Um, but one wow. of the things that I realized within like that whole thing, the mm -hmm. fruit of my father is that like, like I'm trying to be um, like unintentionally, I have created expectations on myself that I have to be exactly like my dad. And if my marriage isn't like my parents' marriage, mm. it's gonna fail or mm. it is failing mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because I've seen such success in ways of, in my opinion, the kingdom way to do marriage. Now, it doesn't mean that they haven't failed in expectations. It doesn't mm -hmm. mean they haven't failed in the, in the secret place, like, you know, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. But like, in the way that I see marriage, in the way that I see mm -hmm. flirting, the way that I see just mm -hmm. like goofing off with each other, the way mm -hmm. that I see, you know, being grandparents together, mm -hmm. like all of these things, like, like if it doesn't look like that, something's wrong so so wouldn't you say that wouldn't you say that it's, it sounds like it almost sounds like you're describing jesus's example to me right yeah, so yeah. it's like which is so funny it's like, uh, which is funny because i'm like i don't picture my parents as jesus but but but, but they yeah, bear it but right they, they to, walk in it to and, walk uh, in jesus, yeah. and, and realistically speaking yeah. that that um standard of jesus is so high right 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 right, right? right, right. that um that it uh it could discourage some, right. but the purpose of it is not to discourage, it's right. to- It's actually to, to encourage you and to show you that you can actually have this. Yes. And right. so out of out of that picture of, I could have this beautiful marriage, I could have this beautiful relationship, I could just friendship. Like mm -hmm. they're literally best friends. Like my, my mom and dad pick on each other, like mm -hmm. constantly. So let me ask you a question and, though, before you keep going, yeah. because I feel like I feel like this is helpful for people mm -hmm. too, right? So what I'm, what I'm about to ask you. So I, I know that your, I know that your your dad and your mom, it's very obvious they've been very successful in their marriage, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. We all fail, yeah. right? But it's, it looks like they've been very successful yeah. in their marriage. But as we talk about parenting, mm -hmm. right? What what do you feel like are some ways in which you, in an honoring way, yeah, yeah. in which you feel like maybe your parents haven't been successful? Well, and that's parenting? what's so stinking hard for me. I mean this in all sincerity. No, that's good, that's good. What's so hard for me is, looking back and seeing my parents of the areas they failed. It's hard for me. Well, you probably, this is beautiful, bro. 
you probably because you admit your parents are not perfect. I mean, yeah. you were just telling me about yeah. a fight you had with your mom. Like, yeah, long like like we're like, right? but so, like like where my mom and I would get into it. But ninety nine percent of the time, it was because I was being a dingus. Okay, so let me and say, like yeah, like yeah. it was still my fault. Like it's not my mom that's done it. You know, it's like it's I've literally it's me. Yeah. You know, just being a prideful little jerk. You know, or, sure. or just being a teenager thinking I know best. Sure. And and so like and then my mom and I, you know, my mom and I's relationship was beautiful, but also like. Like I would do anything for my mother. Sure, like, like, sure. like anytime I've ever communicated, my parents are sitting in, you know, the congregation. I, I mm -hmm. tend to weep in the beginning of my message because mm -hmm. the, the greatest people that I can thank, like I'm thankful for pastors. I'm thankful for shepherds. I'm thankful for people that have poured into my life. But without my parents, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm literally nothing. But when I met you, that wasn't the way you are. Right. That was, it, when I met you, you were, I, if I can, yeah. if I can kind of You're speak openly about it, right? Yeah. <laughs> It felt like you know how, you know that scripture that says and it's one of my new favorite scriptures. That scripture where Jesus says, you know, he's sending the disciples out to on, on ministry, uh, the ministry min mission, and um, and he says, no teacher or no student is greater than his teacher, mm -hmm. and no servant is greater than their master. Mm -hmm. Right? When I met you, it felt like you were a student trying to be greater than your teacher. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, like in, in terms of your parents, yeah. right? Yeah. And I'm I'm trying to explain yeah. a little extra. You already got it, but um, like you were, you had such a great example, yet you wanted to be greater. I wanted to be greater. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and um, so it was. It's been really cool to watch you uh, gain this appreciation from your parents and in for your parents. And it and I and I, I want to say maybe if I had to verbalize it, I would say what I've watched you. Um, what I've what I've watched develop in your life with your parents is which is a beautiful reminder for all parents it's a beautiful reminder to me right now yeah right that parents don't need to be perfect they just need to follow Christ yeah yeah because your parents were not perfect yeah no and what's, and you're, what's and, like my dad would constantly both my mom and dad would say like because I thank him and he'd get he get frustrated at me when I thank him yeah I'd be like thank you dad for just being a great great father you mm -hmm. know like in all these ways and he, and he would say you know it's just Lord there's no good thing in me so funny except for the Lord you do you're you like, know and I, I get so frustrated when thing, he does it you do but I thing. do the same thing which is funny because again there's certain things like yeah, like yeah, yeah like like just just it's just well the Lord does anything just then, like the word says right yeah, like yeah. It's, uh, I read it today it says what do you have that you haven't received right and if you right. did receive it, then why do you boast about it? Right. And like, yeah. like there's moments to where it's like, thank you, I have worked very hard on my marriage. Thank you, I have been very disciplined, whatever it may be. But like, my dad wouldn't even just, my dad would just be like, hey, it was God's grace. Like, like when my dad had to sit down and like when he caught me in pornography, like, like I literally have talked about that before. Like when he caught me literally in the act of watching pornography when I was 12 or 13 years old. Mm. And, and like, I remember him sitting down in like I was sitting down in my room, walked upstairs, sitting on the bed, and like my dad came upstairs and just sat in the chair and just was quiet. Like, and I could only imagine as a 28 year old right now, mm -hmm. I don't even have a son, mm -hmm. but like trying to picture what was stirring through my father's mm -hmm. soul, mm -hmm. not spirit, his mm -hmm. soul, mm -hmm. his mind, will, and emotions, mm -hmm. like of this way of like. So my child, my son, walking in one of the most deadliest things, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and like, like how, and like, do I remember all the things of that conversation? No. Was I freed in that moment? So what do you remember? No. The thing that I remember the most is yeah. the demeanor of my father. And which was what? Which was love. That's awesome, bro. Which was love and encouragement mm -hmm. and 
like like you can like don't let this root into you be okay like 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 assurance just just like like this is garbage this is death Mm -hmm. like there was there was the fierceness of Mm -hmm. this isn't okay Mm-hmm. But there was the fierceness of, mm. like, what a wise man. Come on, bro. and and that's why, like, those those things of like, I mean, what a wise man, like, you know. And then my brain goes to like, oh, like I feel like not. It sounds really funny when I say this, but this is literally the way that like I hold my father in. Of like, like I feel like one of the sons of Solomon, mm-hmm. like where we're like, man, your dad's freaking King Solomon. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm trying to figure <laughs> it out over here. <laughs> like, I just, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, like I'm yeah. trying to, like I want, I want to fill these shoes of one of the wisest men, one of the most spirit-filled men, one of the like men that just walk in eldership. The way that just he humbly walks through failure and mm-hmm. learns. Like, mm-hmm. like he he humbly walks through the moments of like, yeah, I misinterpret that in the word, mm-hmm. but now here's the truth. Or like mm-hmm. these things and like, like willing to be wrong. Yeah, and like I'm just everything. like, like oh, I'm like, gosh. gosh, like Lord, help me because like. I ain't that. <laughs> like I, I'm sure. not that good at that. And so but you've like, seen it and you received it. That, that's I right. Think that's the, and, the beautiful thing is you can't yeah. give what you haven't received. Right. And you so you've received you've received that loving, gentle, peaceful um, demeanor. Right. So now you can give it. Right. right. But that's what's yeah. funny is in me is it become it became mm-hmm. and it's beginning to be worked out of me. Mm-hmm. It became a fruit like a tree in me of I have to live up to this. Mm-hmm. And like you said, I, ha- I feel like I have to surpass this. Because mm-hmm. I believe, which I do believe in, like like we stand on the shoulders of sure. giants, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so like, and I do believe that my ceiling for my daughter, mm-hmm. like, like my, my ceiling for my life is the floor, the foundation for my daughter, 100%. Like that that I believe where I take her is like, that's gonna be her floor level. What I pour into her, what I what I establish in her, the word that I preach into her, all these things like that is, that's actually gonna be the foundation. And so that's like, an interesting, no, we should talk about that more yeah. because it, um, I almost feel like that is a sneaky lie of the enemy. And now, so let's talk about this. this is yeah, we got yeah, here yeah. right at a good point. <laughs> well, well, because this so is can, why I I tell you why, can I tell you why no, I think you're that? Not. <laughs> yes. So, so you said standing on the shoulders of, right? Yeah. Which, yeah, yeah. which, which I think obviously you are standing on the shoulders of your father. Yeah. Right. And, and uh, so there's a great lie, right? Mm-hmm. I heard it. I hope I say say it not well, but I heard it somewhere. It said the, the, the two. Um, great, one of the two greatest lies that parents could believe mm-hmm. is that their children's relationship with God depends on them. Mm-hmm. And then the other is that their children's relationship with God is not influenced by them. Correct. Right? So, so, yes. so, 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 right. it's, it's, so it's, to say it's, that. It's literally a, that I believe, and let me put it this way. Maybe if I phrase it this way. I believe my ceiling is the wet cement for my daughter's foundation. So, uh, so I still uh, want to like, challenge like, that. Let me, so, let me put it this way. Yeah. That I am pouring out mm-hmm. whether it is that my relationship with the Lord that I believe in abundance, mm-hmm. whether I believe in poverty, mm-hmm. whether I believe mm-hmm. in speaking in faith, or whether I believe in keeping mm-hmm. your mouth shut, whether I believe in hearing the Spirit and that there's gifts and there's mm-hmm. these things, that I, I believe that as I'm pouring this into my child, that yeah. I am I am actually cultivating, I am yes, yes, producing yes. a foundation, which is, which is dirt, and I'm planting seeds, and I'm doing this stuff, but like you, mm-hmm. you didn't have anyone doing that. But it was wet cement in your life that you see now that there's this, oh man, I, I actually, I, I have this wet cement area in my life that hardened of not being present. I have this wet cement area that man, like, oh, I need to destroy, I need to go into that foundation. I need to break that off. That's not even, that's a piece of my foundation that does not belong in my life, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and so that whole picture of mm-hmm. like, 
uh, wet cement mm -hmm. is where with Nova, I, I mean, King Solomon writes about it too, is, is where he said, you know, why worry about the next generation? Why worry about their decisions of how they're going to manage the money, how they're going to manage kingdom, how they're going to manage all these things, right? Because you don't know their decisions. Yeah, like yeah, you, yeah. you don't. And so, but you like, then David, King David, his father says, raise up a child in a way that they would stay in it that they will not walk away from. you know from. what's so interesting about and, David saying that? Well, I don't know if it was David that said it. Did, it, did he? Yeah, it was, was, yeah, it was King it? David yeah. in Psalms. Yeah, because, yeah. Because Solomon didn't. Right. So, so. Right. So, so. But he so, did. And we'll have, so we'll have but to, he fell we'll, away. We'll, we'll, we'll have to talk about this a different time. But, but uh, I love it because this is just the content. Right, 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 right. Um, so, so we're getting to the end of, of our episode here. Yeah. But um, I, I want to make, uh, let's make, let's maybe make some conclusions yeah. about, um, I think that there is a, a beautiful um, uh, characteristic that God ha has. Mm -hmm which is that no matter where what people's um, journey looks like or where they come from, his truth is so true, it's able to apply to all of them. Right. Right? And it, and it brings us to a common ground, a common place. So I, so I think what, I, what I've learned from this episode is it's, it's something uh, I think really um, beautiful. I think that what I've gathered is you have had to go through a journey of appreciation. Mm -hmm. Appreciation and the realization that like, just because a parent has set an expectation of living in an expectation, if I don't meet that, doesn't mean I'm yeah. failure. Yeah, doesn't yeah, mean yeah. my marriage is And I wouldn't even say that doesn't your dad's setting it because right. your dad is like- No, so he's living it. Yeah. Like that's, that's the most beautiful thing about my father. Mm -hmm. And I would just say in general that as followers of Jesus, we, if we just literally walk out our relationship, Mm -hmm. People are going to begin to see that there's something different, mm -hmm. whether it took them one year, 10 years, 80 mm -hmm. years to realize, wait a minute, there's a different way to do this whole thing that's called life. Yeah. And out of that, like I, I began to create an unhealthy, in me, an unhealthy mindset of an expectation mm -hmm. for my own life mm -hmm. of how it should look. Mm -hmm like how this should be right that in marriage there is never stress mm -hmm. there never is you know those those secret arguments those mm -hmm. secret places right when like just because i didn't see him it doesn't mean that they're they're poisonous to a marriage mm -hmm. it just means that you need to walk through them correctly in sure. the way that needs to be done and then as i would say in the aspect of like your father be like well, wait a minute like like i can live differently like i feel like in both sides well, i feel like because... my journey has been forgiveness and yours yeah. has been appreciation yeah like, yeah mine has been like you have been in a journey of um because i i also have to be careful to model my life to just be unlike my father right right well so, that's what i mean like, like it's like you yeah. like your journey is i don't need to be my, I, don't, I don't need to be right? my dad, yes. but What's he's, yeah, I'm, I'm Joe too. Your... I don't need to be Joe, yeah. but I yeah. need to be Joe. You don't need to be the second, <laughs> yeah. you need to be the third. Right, right. right. And I don't need to run away from. Right. And so, so this is the beautiful truth that brings us together. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Is that the goal is Jesus. Right. And that we should be running not towards Joey the second right. or away from yeah. Juan, but that we should be running towards yeah. Christ as our example and as our, so, so. Well, it's, it's, it's like the statement of this, and this just stirred through me, of like, it's not about the people that sowed in you or the people that didn't sow in you. 
like literally i i do not need to take the fruit that my father has stirred into me that he's cultivated in me because it's still my decision to pursue jesus or not and for you your decision of the fruit that was never sown into you mm -hmm. that like you just like you said our entire goal is jesus mm -hmm. and so if we can be like jesus mm -hmm. we can be as the wearing the mantle that the lord has called us to wear inside of our marriage inside of our parenthood these things if we wear our mantle our mantle what the lord is going to do with that compared to us trying to like you said not model anything like mm -hmm. model anything like your father or modeling everything like my dad mm -hmm. because again i'm not called to be the second mm -hmm. and you're not called to be your dad you're called to be alejandro butrago mm -hmm. and i'm called to be joseph anthony jared the third mm -hmm. like i'm not called to be the second you're not called mm -hmm. to be your father like mm -hmm. like and so out of that we're just called to literally bear fruit of the kingdom bear fruit of the holy spirit mm -hmm. in our marriage wearing the mantle for us not trying to steal our father's robe or toss out our father's robe off of us mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like we're literally called to this is the mantle the lord has given me i'm gonna put it on and i'm gonna walk in it and i'm gonna learn how to pretty much it sounds really interesting when it, but it, i just it's kingdom okay how can i rule this kingdom that the lord has entrusted into me as a father as a husband how can i manage it how can i steward it how can i um, guide this place in the lineage and where it will go to the best of my capability mm -hmm. following jesus because again king solomon said it i have no idea what nova is going to be when i think that and i think the key is to kind of make it very simple and, and kind of close us out today that <laughs> and we probably are going to land here multiple times. It's going to be the only time, but yeah. that the answer to most of life's questions is simple. Just abide. Just abide with him, yeah. right? Abide and, with Yeshua. That's um, it. So, so, it, so it sounds like it sounds like the influence of your father, mm -hmm. who was present, yeah, who was godly, yeah, who didn't fight with his wife, yeah, who didn't cheat, who was. Uh, wise to respond to you who was uh, not you know full of strife yeah. and the influence of my dad who was you know doesn't know Jesus who was emotionally generous but emotionally incapable of being present as a father being present as a, as a, as a, as a husband that they are both taking us to the very same place which is abide with Jesus so that you can be the man and the husband, the, the father we're talking about parenting, the father that he's calling you to be. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah, like walk to like every, everything comes back to how do we be prolific in the kingdom? How can we, like everything is back to how can be fruitful in the kingdom? Mm -hmm. Like what is producing Holy Spirit's fruit? What is producing Jesus's fruit? How are we living as the sons? How are we living as that image um and even as women like how, how are you how are you living as a woman following the lord and i believe it always comes like you said it always comes back to jesus abide just abide you be connected because to the vine. if you're connected to the vine you will produce fruit mm -hmm. you will you will mm -hmm. and so as um as we continue through this you know podcast i think we could talk about this for like 
a long time. But I'm hoping that today uh, that you just learned a little bit more about Alejo and I's story, uh, learned about our fathers, learned that whether you come from a household that was quote unquote broken mm -hmm. and not following the king, mm -hmm. that you can live your life differently as yeah. you progress, as you as you encounter Jesus, as you encounter the savior of this world, mm -hmm. that like you can actually produce different and new fruit in your household now. Mm -hmm. that you can produce godly, spiritual, fruitful yes. fruit in your household now, even if you didn't have a good earthly example. Mm -hmm. Or if you come from a home like mine that seemed to have the great example to be together, to be living fruitful, do all the stuff that you may feel you have, may have felt as a failure or that you're never going to live up to it. Mm -hmm. But in reality, if you just wear the mantle that God has given you mm -hmm. and truly pursue Jesus and abide with him, you will mm -hmm. produce the fruit that your family needs, your children need, that you and your wife can walk through and learn from it mm -hmm. instead of trying to exactly model it. Um, the only model we need in this life is Yeshua. That's, That's it. Is Jesus. That is the model. That so, is the gospel. So I think next time we should yeah. talk. And we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll kind of, I think next time we should talk about our moms. Okay. So we talked about our dads yeah. today. So yeah. let's talk next time. Let's talk about our moms. I'm excited to talk yeah. about my mom. Because it's funny because um, may, maybe how maybe we can talk about how the fact of like how it actually affected choosing our spouse. Sure. And how it affected maybe not choosing a spouse. Sure. And also the things that we see maybe in our spouses that are literally like our mothers or yeah. completely opposite. Completely different. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. that's really funny. Because again, it comes back to, I'm going to be completely different than my dad. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be everything like my dad. Yeah. But in reality, like it's, yeah, it's beautiful. So, um, cool. Yeah. Well, well, thank you for listening. And we'll thank you for chatting. Talk. See you, brother. <laughs> Let's be prolific.